South Australian Playwrights Theatre presents The Middle Way by Lucy Coombe. Episode 2. I can only guess that left alone in that Jesus paraphernalia-filled two-bedroom unit of my childhood, Raylene soon realised that she needed fresh prey. Excuse the pun. But before she started stalking my daughter at her workplace, it was important that she should be the one to sensitively break the news of Jake to me. Heaven forbid I should find out any other way. How much are these per kilo? Oh, they're not for sale. Why not? They're not good enough. Says who? They look good enough to me. People don't want to pay for them. Right, eh? So what do you do with them? Mostly my friend Marcus takes them. What does he do with them? Takes them to his church. I mean, centre? Well, is it a church or a centre? I don't know. He's a Buddhist. Hmm. What about you then? Are you Buddhist? Not really. Not really? Anyway, I should probably get back to the counter. Sure. How can you not know about something like that? Some... something like what? About whether you're a Buddhist. I guess I'm not. I've been to the church centre place a few times, but I find it really hard to concentrate and always end up just falling asleep. What about prayer? Never tried it. You've never prayed before? (laughs) Your parents must have told you about the Creator. Are you serious? My mum hates religion, and I don't think my stepdad has ever had to ask anyone for anything. He just gets things, never has to pray for them. I'm sorry to hear that, love. You're missing out. You really are. Hey, you should come to church with me sometime. Oh, um, I, I don't know about that. Well, there's lots of young people there, just like you, and there's singing and music. You know, proper professional musicians. We have a wonderful leader. Everyone looks out for one another. Why are you asking me for? I'm just flabbergasted that no one seems to have ever taught you about these things. I I just feel sorry for you, love. Maybe it's time to let joy into your heart. Oh, uh, look, um, I don't think so. Thanks for the offer. You okay? Looks like you've just seen a ghost. There is someone over there who I really don't want to see. Just a girl I used to go to school with. I'm going to have to turn around for a minute. You know, the creator is like a strong tower. He will keep you safe if you run to him. She's gone around the corner now, love. Thanks. I should really get back to the counter now. I'm getting the eye. Sure, sure. Sorry to keep you. Just wanted to make sure the fruit wasn't going to waste. I sometimes look out for food being thrown out for my church as well. If you come back at the end of the week, I can save you some. Well, that would be good of you. I really appreciate that, Catherine. Oh, hey there, Kat. I thought that was you. Hi. So, how have you been? Fine. I've got to get back to the counter now. How are you, Georgina? Yeah, um, great, thanks. Just getting ready for uni. How about you? I'm not going. Oh, yeah, I mean, I knew that. I just meant, what are you doing these days? I know things have been really tough. Working here. Great. It seems like a really friendly place. And the Setsumas are awesome. Mum will only buy them from here. Hey, I heard you got a boyfriend. What? 
Yeah, they were talking about it at, you know, McNair. Well, at his 18th on the weekend. Who's they? I don't even remember, to be honest. Who? I honestly don't remember. Just Grace and Polly and those girls. All they said was that they heard that you were with this older guy who was actually pretty hot and that you were living with him. Yeah. (laughs) Something like that. I mean, that's great. Go you. Older guys are so much better. And you totally deserve it. I really, I think it's great that you found someone and you're not alone. I really need to go. We, we all feel terrible about what happened, Kat. But bringing that shit to school was just asking for trouble. Bye, Georgina. Philippa, is everything okay? You've barely said a word since you got here. Fine. Fine, yeah, just waiting for Kat. Yes, I know you're waiting for Kat, but are you okay? You've been polishing that vase for a while now. Mm-hmm. Fucking asshole piece of shit. You're not okay, are you? I'm fine. I'm fine, I'm fucking fine. Sit down. Okay. I want you to focus on your breathing. Just the breathing. In through the nose for two. One. Two. And then out the mouth for three. One. Two. Three. Starting with the breath. It all starts with the breath. Come on, Philippa, you can do this. I really can't, Marcus. I just spoke to my mother before I came to see Kat. I, I, I haven't spoken to her in years. We don't talk. I don't, I don't even know where she got my number. I guess you can find anything and everything online these days, can't you? Probably put the God Brigade onto it. Maybe it's not that strange that she found my number. Leaper, she says, so it's totally normal for us to be talking, like, like, like we're just resuming a conversation from yesterday. She calls me Leaper, not Philippa. She doesn't know me as Philippa. Leaper, your son's dead, she says. Died in a house fire. It was a lit marijuana cigarette that did it. Him and his little friend had fallen asleep. Just like that, she tells me. I thought you should know. And she hangs up. The twins? The little boys? No. No, uh, another son. An older son, Jake. He would have been 18 last Tuesday. Wasn't Kat 18 last Tuesday? How can you have two children the same age? Oh. Apparently the chance of having identical twins after fraternals is about 1 in 10,000. I looked it up. About the same odds as being struck by lightning. Philippa, that's terrible. It is. Soon, he will enter a new period of samsara. Helpful. Thanks. I only meant that perhaps your paths will cross again. Perhaps. And perhaps this could be his opportunity. His next rebirth could be the one where he becomes liberated. It is only his current body that has been surrendered. How can you sit there with a straight face like you actually believe that crap? It was a house fire. Somehow I don't think he'll be returning. Well, Philippa, this is a very difficult time for you. Loss is never easy. Would you like some time on your own? I can go. I haven't seen him since he was a baby. 
a baby. It's complicated. I was 16 when I had them. You stay. I'm going to go. I need to go. I need to just run or have a, a stiff drink or something. There are other ways of dealing with this. Thanks. I've got to go. Oh, actually, Marcus, before I leave, um, the thing is, you see, no one actually knows about my son Jake, Cat's twin. Uh, not even Cat, or, or Hugh, or, or the boys. So maybe you wouldn't mind just keeping this between us. You have my word. But I would like you to do something for me. What? Come sit back down with me for a moment. Oh, Marcus, I really don't think I can. Come. I, I just, I don't know if this is my thing. All right. Okay. Now let's start by getting you seated properly on this cushion. Your head, neck and back should be in a straight line. Your shoulders need to be aligned and your hands level with each other so all your muscles are symmetrical. There, good. That's right. Now cross your legs if it's comfortable. Excellent, Philippa. You're doing so well. I think you'd find it really helpful to learn a mantra. A mantra? Well, people often want to start with the breathing alone, but I tend to think that's harder. I want to teach you to chant the mantra of Green Tara. I think this is one that will really resonate with you. Green Tara or Mother Buddha Liberator of all sentient beings suffering. You can turn to her when you need comfort. For me, the focus of chanting with the mala beads helps when my mind won't settle. Here, take these. You move your fingers along the beads like this each time you say the mantra, so you don't lose count. There are 108 beads on this one. 108? I want you to say the following after me. Om Tare Chu Tare Chu Re Svaha Om Tare Wow, look at you all. 
How awesome to see you all there kneeling together, bowing down to the almighty creator, giving him the honour and glory he deserves, he's earned. Father, you have always been so strong, so loving and powerful that everyone can sense it. The Prince of Peace has put something on my heart, my powerful ambassadors, and I could not be more excited to share, challenge and motivate you today to be just like him just like the Creator. Your eternity is dependent on being able to draw people to Him, to be able to share the good news of His salvation. The devil couldn't keep Him, and death couldn't heal Him. And I am here to make sure He is inside each and every one of you. Such an unusual name. Leaper. Special based on the disciple Philip, your mother tells me. Yes, I said. In fact, given my mother had me just before she discovered God, I doubted that very much. But she was always trying her best to impress the pastor, to be his prized student. And the way he looked at me in that moment as he said my name was like he saw me. He was actually seeing me and hearing me. He cared what I thought. Me. Just a kid. Raylene's daughter. Well, then I... I started to understand what it was that she could see. And as I tried so hard to focus on Marcus' mantra, all I could hear was him regaling us with... with Stories of the Creator, reeling us in and seducing us with promises about the big guy upstairs who loved us. And in my mind's eye was not Green Tara, but them together as babies, gurgling and yawning as one, spooning as though their physical closeness would always sustain them. Meanwhile, on the other side of town, my husband was also seeking spiritual guidance. Of sorts. Look, so I just had to flip the whole presentation on its head when McNair threw that at me mid-flight. That was not where I was expecting to find myself, let me tell you. But it all came back together. You never know when that guy's going to throw you a curveball. Loose cannon he is. Makes him a creative thinker, you know. Probably wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for him. I bet you get some right pricks in here, hey Taylor? Some. I mean, it must be nice when someone just wants to stick to the basics. Go vanilla, so to speak. Easy buck. I'm guessing you get some pretty messed up propositions. Golden showers. Dog collars. Asphyxiation. I won't do that. Of course. (laughs) Of course. You've got to pay the rent though, right? That's all I'm saying. I get that. I own my house outright. Really? Yeah. I've never done that before. I mean, with someone like you. How'd you find it? Great. Great. I mean, are you bloody kidding? You know what you're doing. Only when I'm getting the chemistry. And then I can just let it take over my whole body. Feel like an arsehole, though. You do, the first time. Philippa and I, we never used to have any problems in that department. Problem is now, though, there isn't actually a department to speak of. And she doesn't seem to think that that's a problem at all. You see, I'm a monogamist, a one-woman guy, but the way things are between us, I don't know. Is this just going to be life now? 
never really saw myself as that sort of person who would find himself at a place like this, you know, sad, desperate. No offence. <laughs> None taken. Lately, it's like she can't even see me, you know, or she's just looking right through me with this weird, vacant expression. She must be crazy. I don't know. How does it get so complicated? It's not as though I don't still desire her, want her. She's a beautiful woman. Everyone thinks so. But it's not meant to be like this, you know? Your home life is meant to be the easy part. You're lucky. You're young. Stay single for as long as you can. I have a partner. Really? And he doesn't mind? No. Right. (laughs) I'm still getting used to all of this. You see, my first date with Philippa was going back years and age. Millennia night. Remember Y2K? No, (laughs) you probably don't. She started working on reception at the city office. I knew she had this kid and all, but I don't know. There was something about her. My friends thought I was crazy taking it all on. I wondered where you disappeared to. Needed some fresh air. Filthy habit. May I? Ugh, menthols. Actually, I'm good. Can't smoke these things. Easier to brush your teeth. (laughs) They're not for everyone. I don't know, my mum used to smoke them and I guess they've just stuck. Is she looking after your little girl tonight? Oh, no. I don't... I don't see my... uh, Mum's not around. The girl, the the teenager in the unit next door is looking after her. Double time and all. These kids, they know how to fleece you. Yeah. I better get going. Said I'd only be out for a couple of hours. But it's not even ten. I know. What can I say? Having a kid doesn't exactly do much for your social life. Stay. She must expect that you're going to be out to at least midnight. Well, that's not really... But the end of the world could be tonight. Probably more reason why I should get back to my daughter. I don't really think digital Armageddon is going to happen at midnight. I think you need to come back in, have a few more drinks, and... Party like it's 1999. <laughs> yeah, that joke hasn't got old tonight. Thanks for the offer, but really. How much? Sorry? How much are you paying this little entrepreneur? Uh, ten bucks an hour. Whoa! So, $50 ought to get you past midnight. And you'll need cab money. $20 should cover that. But, oh... Hang on, that'll take you a while tonight, so you may need to buy yourself some more of this hustler's time. Here, take another one. I can't take this. Well, I don't want it now. You? What? I can't. Of course you can. No, really. It's forgotten. I'd rather... Miss out on the night of the century? Really, I can't take it, Hugh. You don't need to do this. Who's talking about need? It's my shout. Shout? Yes, shout. Sorry, I'm old-fashioned. You know, in that way. I asked you out, so it's only fair that I pay. Why did you ask me out? Do I need to spell it out? Hugh, I don't belong here. 
I've never been overseas. I don't even own a passport. I didn't learn a musical instrument and I, I never graduated from shipbox high because I was too busy being a single mum on benefits. My mother belongs... My mother belonged to this freaky Salvation Church and was a mental case. I don't know anyone you keep speaking about. Those girls keep asking me the same ridiculous questions as though I'll suddenly remember that I... Oh, I do know people that I'd forgotten about. Oh, uh, and that I must have been to places over this side at some point or another that I have no recollection of. I don't know them. I don't know if I want to know them, to be honest. And They don't know me. Well, they probably think they do, and that's the worst part. I promised myself that I wouldn't let myself feel this way anymore, you know? Put myself in positions where people make assumptions. I, I don't... Can I stop you there? These people over this side are some of my oldest friends. Yes, maybe a little insular at times, but overall, they're a great group and we've known each other for a long time. So don't ever assume that they're thinking those things about you, as chances are they're just jealous because you are not only cool, but also a bit of a fox. Hugh, that's a really interesting story, hun, but sorry, I have another client coming. Can you finish it next time? Yeah, sure. Sorry, didn't mean to talk for quite so long. Just let me do this shoelace up and I'll go. So they say hindsight is twenty twenty. In retrospect, letting myself be saved by someone who called me a fox probably wasn't a solid road to emancipation. But I, I can't put this all on Hugh. I know that. I came around and, and was only too happy to play the part. Let him dress me up and take me out. Actually, it was surprisingly easy. It's amazing how quickly you get used to the good life. Until before long, you become convinced that it's the way things have always been. That there is no one dreaming about you in a suburb far, far away, craving you, allowing your every rejection to inform their entire self-belief. And for him, I imagine each day brought more certainty as to who he desired and the knowledge that if that was not only possible, but pure and innate, then what validity could the rest of the claims and promises hold? The love of community and the creator, unconditional and, and enveloping until you realise that it's not. In fact, it comes with conditions and caveats and these people will throw you out just as quickly as they welcomed you with open arms. I know this too. You've been listening to The Middle Way by Lucy Coombe, produced by South Australian Playwrights Theatre, featuring Kate Bonney as Philippa, Chris Azimos as Hugh, Katie O'Reilly as Raylene, Nick Bennett as Marcus, Catherine Sortini as Kat, Samantha Riley as the Counselor, Taylor and Georgina, and Matt Hawkins as the Pastor. Sound engineering by Alastair Schmidt.